Welcome to Who's Swiping, the show where we go hard and then go home. I'm Simon Mild Aphasia Monrad, and across from me is someone whose face I cannot recognize. <laughs> would you like to speak? Uh, I would love to, but unfortunately I don't have a face. This is a podcast that respects women without faces. <laughs> Mm, this one goes out to all the faceless women. I'm going to change this voice because it's getting yeah, very tiring. It's going to last until you think about Jeff Mam's Jason anyway. <laughs> I, I was going That's to jump in with my done. version of this voice and it was, I was very <laughs> excited to do so. But I understand. I understand the faceless women get priority, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Just can't say anything and, uh, anymore, can you? <laughs> We're joined with our guest, uh, Kieran. Uh, would you like to pronounce that properly for <laughs> us? Kieran, uh, yes. Um, Kier and then on, like you're switching something on. Um, yes, it is mm. an exceedingly Irish name. I use it to terrorize all the Germans that I live around because it begins with a C and mm. then an I, and then they think I'm Italian, so they're like, Charan. And I'm like, no, no it's not it. Because they see the accent mark over the A and they're like, oh no, this is, this is, this is a romance language. And I'm like, sure, whatever. Uh yeah, hi, I'm Kieran from the Corner Speedy Podcast, and I'm 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 here to talk Akira Toriyama and his early earlier work. Well, not his earliest work. Well, we'll talk about that, I guess. Yeah. But yes. We could switch it to go over his earliest work, I suppose. Oh uh, yeah. Well, you know, we could talk about like Dragon Boy, which is one of the predecessor one shots to this, or like Tongpu, which is also one of the predecessors, where he keeps on trying to work out like what the uh, what Goku should be like and look like mm. and who Bulma is. Oh yeah, I feel like the. There's no way that Dragon Boy is a real thing. Oh, oh, it's... Surely I've made that up. Ah, the prequel to Dragon Ball. No, Dragon Boy was the, like, bootleg Game Boy cartridge of a Dragon Ball fan translation game I got (laughs) back in the early 90s in Mm. Ireland. Yeah, yeah. It's just some, like, off-brand nonsense. Yeah, it's a... a, Dragon Boy. It's (laughs) Dragon Boy X. All your favorites are there. Gook. (laughs) Uh... Oh, we can't say that one. That one's anti-Vietnamese. It's just a Game Boy cartridge packed with slurs. Well, okay, I'm getting a lot of hand ties, so that's probably not the right, right sort of thing. I don't think that any of what you're trying to pull up on the screen there is what you're looking for. Oh, no, for. we've, got, uh, we've know, gone too early into Akira Toriyama's uh, work. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dragon Bay. It's uh, like the time traveler who ends up in the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. Dragon Boy. It's a two-chapter manga. It was not a one-shot. It was a two-shot. Yes. Uh, he just he had a really short refractory period that ran Whoa. from August October 1983. And Fresh Jump, it was later released in uh, Toriyama Akira's Manga Theater, volume number two, first published in March Ooh. 1988. Dragon Boy is best known for being a prototype for the much more popular Dragon Ball manga, which began the following year. Yeah, so he sort of tries to work out a lot of... Yeah. I like that the picture is like Goku with his hair down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's kind of got the Yamcha, you know, the, the messy 80s is, sort yeah. of thing going on. looks like you when you just wake up. You know what? He does look really sexy, but as a child, and that's not a sentence <laughs> no, I, don't I will think ever... That you're it was two whole chapters, 32 full black and white screen toned pages of a young boy staring at panties. Uh, this would, oh, <laughs> this would yeah. make it later into his work. But enough about Dragon Ball. <laughs> Oh boy! I, he, oh joy! I, okay, so I, I want to get this out early in the podcast because this is something I've been thinking about. But I feel like Akira Toriyama is kind of in this like weird curse. If you ever look at any of his like earlier work, it's very clear that he just wants to draw like very cute '90s women, 
and now he's like yeah. cursed to draw yeah. just jacked men all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I don't think this so is kind of he... like comic punishment. Yeah. Well, he changed he changes drawing style later on to slim everybody down, and it looks like like all of his modern stuff. Everyone looks like Jaco, mm. right? So when he came back to design. Goku for the uh, Kami Tokami uh, Battle of the Gods yeah. or whatever it's called. Um, everybody looks like kind of like they've got deflated muscles. Interesting, you know, like someone just walked up. Super Saiyan God door is really the, weird. This is this is a pen and pop them like a balloon. <laughs> this is something the uh, the uh, the uh, cooked media isn't talking about is the bimbofication of Dragon Ball Z characters. <laughs> 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 you know why can't western men look jacked anymore that's all i want to know i think before we started doing this podcast simon sent me a photo of like well not a photo a picture of like some dragon ball characters and i didn't know which one was which i was like which one's the himbo <laughs> which one's like the little angry man is the himbo was it was the himbo no, no, I think it was it was Big Goku. It was it was Big, Big Goku. Goku. Oh yeah, Australian <laughs> Goku, if you will. He's got a bit of that. He just looked like I don't know, looked real like jacked and stupid. I and, like happy. I saw the picture of the. <laughs> That's such a good ring. I saw the picture of um, Britney Spears' current boy toy wearing like a jock strap as a mask while like mowing the lawn, and I'm like, he's got very Goku vibes now that I think about it. Like <laughs> he's just, he looks so happy and dumb, but he could kill me with his like index finger <laughs> yeah like a, a giant golden retriever they could just murder you by yeah, accident absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah. I oh, I I don't even know I don't know what he looks like I don't know what Britney's up to but apparently just a lot of wild shit I haven't really like engaged with Britney material for a while but I hear she's like posting about communism yeah. and apparently has like a a new boy toy, so like good for her. She, she, good, good for she's her. She's always her. she's always been good. The the thing that you have to learn about Britney Spears is that her weird, very controlling managerial dad constantly takes over her mm. Instagram, and that's when all the bullshit comes out mm-hmm. of just like yeah. all of We're being not- a landlord is like shut up, Britney Spears dad. <laughs> no one likes you. Oh. We, we know it's you. We don't stand. Mm. Oh, Big sympathy so for Britney. One of the things that we like to ask guests, um, all three of them, actually, Woo-hoo. as it turns out, mm. uh, is basically how are things in your neck of the woods? How are you feeling? Is is everything getting to you? Or uh, And uh, if that's too close, because sometimes people don't like answering, like, life is terrible, it's all going to shit, yeah. then uh, what are you watching is the safe, <laughs> the safe question. Yeah. This is like predating the, the corona mm. dilemma. So we just like to ask people, like, hey, what's your damage? <laughs> What's your like current trauma? Oh jeez! Want to share? Well, as as you guys can see, because we have the cameras turned on, I have gotten one of the Corona haircuts, um, which is I took my um, my beard trimmer to my fucking head. Um, yeah. <laughs> my, I have no context for what you're supposed to look like normally. Look, the image. I, look at I, that. Look at uh, that avatar. It's so tiny and far I, away. It's just he's such. A, it's a liar. It's a alternate lie. universe mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, where everything went wrong for him. That's that's <laughs> like what my vibe was. Like, do you have an angelic voice? Uh, yeah, but like, someone approaches you on the street telling you they can make you famous, and I don't think Usher's a real name. So come on, what was I meant to do? Yeah, like, what do you work at a cinema? <laughs> <laughs> um, so how's my, my life's grand? I'm in Germany, which is you know one of the less hard hit Corona countries. Um, coronavirus might actually force them to not have just absolutely horrifying financial policies. Um, so that'll be nice. 
there's a thing in Germany called Schwarze Null or Black Zero, which is the idea that they always have a balanced budget. Like they never go into the red. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They never borrow that kind of thing. But, um, and that kind of sounds like weird in itself, but then you add on top of it that there are villages in Germany where there is a statue of a black zero and you're like, this has gone too far. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is wow. like, it's the fucking monolith from 2001 Space Odyssey. This is what the Germans like. I this very sci-fi. Uh, like, I have my Lederhosen und mein Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Perfectly balanced. The true traditional of Deutschland. Yeah, no, Just alienating all our German listeners. <laughs> Right now. This is a country that would that the twelve thousand of them. This is a country that would like you to think they invented the spreadsheet before they invented the wheel. But like oh. uh, the reality is, I'm reading about the Thirty Years' War at the moment. No, uh, rapists and psychopaths, the lot of them. That's what they're descended from. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, anyway, uh, what am I watching? Um, hmm. I've been rewatching <laughs> Stargate SG One. I wanted to start rewatching that just recently. I had an impulse. I was like hit by whatever the beam is that goes out around the world where everybody is, is told to start rewatching. The nineties, the nineties, I have to go back. <laughs> to go back. <laughs> Things were safe. Um yeah, it's great. It's like very clearly um, advocating for like liberal interventionism, which I find very fun. Mm. And also yeah. I think it's a fun thing to watch as like an exercise of how can we make a convincing sci-fi with the like with the kind of limitations of our budget because like the main bad yeah. guys were like alien parasites that took humans as hosts it's like cool we don't have to like show aliens except occasionally mm. it's just humans with like, yeah sometimes their eyes glow it's fine um yeah <laughs> it's very fun it's, i've never seen it i have no context for any of this oh it's so oh, great it's, it's very if, fun if you, if you ever want to see 90s feminism and um the first the first episode the first one of the first episodes has the great line um just because my sexual organs are on the inside not the outside doesn't mean i can't handle this uh, a line which the writers of the show later <laughs> said we regret that line <laughs> Do they ever? <laughs> well, Amanda Amanda Tap that does a very good job, I think, mm. as Major Carter or yeah. Captain Carter. I think as she begins as you know, yes, yes. Oh, dear. some promotion. Very clinical, very scientific, very much. I would like her to punish me in a scientific way. It's not a real name, is so it? Did you just make no? Her, ma- her name is Amanda name? Tapping. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, good. I just I did need to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, if it was her real name, I would lose my mind. Well, it's like Jake Tapper. You're like it's this real name. It's not his poor name, right? You know. But what? it's it potentially could be. You know the CNN anchor, Jake Tapper? No, I don't watch CNN. Oh, I think this, wow. the whole premise of this podcast is that I don't know anything about like media and the universe in general. Mm. Ah, well, you so, know, you're missing out on a good brain melting. Yeah. You get the worms. No, no, she, I, she's. I don't want the worms. I'm the the only worm free person no. left alive. No, you death- get the Goa wolf from CNN. Yeah, de- death is coming. Eat trash, be free. It's fine. Just jump in the void. <laughs> um, it's it's all good. Just embracing your raccoon persona. You're you're already there. Like you you hear the name Amanda tap that, and you're like that. That could be a real name because that's what this <laughs> that's what this modern day has done to us because i don't know if you guys saw the like fake joe biden ads that got everyone kicked off of um twitter for sharing 
Uh, I did not, but I'm always down to steamroll you with Twitter discourse that you don't care about. Yeah, I have I have seen some very weird Joe Biden ads that I was not clear on whether they were fake or real. The, the, I don't know if that the, was the ones. The real one is very disturbing because it's just like, hey, uh, do you know what sucks? Uh, things in your life. Is your door stuck? That's the Chinese's fault. And it's a lot of just <laughs> yeah. blaming the Chinese for everything. Oh, but yeah. The fake one was... Mr. Trump, why won't you go to war? Have you? Why have you not like just fucking murdered a million Chinese people? That's yes. what the people are bombing the virus. You're the slantiest, Mr. Trump. Are you a pussy? Like. <laughs> mm. uh, but the the fake ad was that picture of him just at a rally with like where his heart would be, kind of glowing, and it says his head. No, his heart. And everyone, oh, no, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looked. I didn't know that that was fake. Exactly. Everyone thought it was real. Everyone thought it was just like just absolute horseshit being like you just advertising this man is on the verge of death and <laughs> but it turned out to be fake which one's gonna go first but it convinced everyone uh, it was real and as soon as they shared it yeah. they got banned for misleading the voter <laughs> from twitter this sounds like a jabuki bit <laughs> very much so i can't i can't imagine how that is bannable because there was nothing like actively like defamatory in it or anything it was just like a, a bad twitter has piece of advertising twitter has uh this kind yeah. of weird blanket you can't pretend rule. To be people it has a blanket rule yeah, for it's no uh, fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> no uh, fun allowed. fake political ads is basically what they're like yeah 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 they, they took a step that Facebook wouldn't, basically, which was to say, like, if you're just pretending to be someone, that's not okay. Which is why they have the sort of the verifications or whatever, the uh. blue ticks. And why, like, everyone who had, like, accounts like um, Libertarian Dr. House from the show House, um, like, had to, like, <laughs> write parody in the profile so they wouldn't get banned from Twitter, in just case everyone thought uh, that Dr. House yeah. was a Libertarian. Like Italian Elon Musk. Yeah, Italian was, Elon, Elon Musk. I fan of that one. Ah, it's into the calzone, into space. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Ah, <laughs> uh, name myself Chiara and I moved to Germany. <laughs> Uh, I recently found out his family hasn't returned to South Africa where they're from ever since apartheid ended. That's a fun Probably because they get, like, you know, strung up, but... Uh, mm. Or they just... Yeah, didn't they make their fortune on, like, the diamond mines Emeralds. Or I believe it was emeralds. Emeralds. Oh, emeralds. Like a... Yeah, they're like, oh, they're, they, are, mm. they are actual Sonic villains. Yeah, they you know, are. The <laughs> to say that. It's very, like, <laughs> Sonic Sat AM villains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, uh, I think oh, we'd better move into the chapters. Um, yeah, this is a lot of a lot of preamble, but oh, you know, such oh, as a lot like, of the preamble. It was well, 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 up, up for a good, up for a good preamble. The amble has been preamble. Yeah, room in my stomach for a bit of that. So um, we read chapters forty-five to forty-seven. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, I think I did. Yeah, that's. Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> I have notes. It's fine. You got you so many remember. notes. I read chapter forty-eight as well because I couldn't remember where the marking dividing line is. But like all I've got written for that is drunken master question mark feral Goku. So yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, chapter forty-five <laughs> opens, and here's what happens. Here's the search. We're in a new volume, new Kanzenban. It's beautiful. It's great. Where the cover has Goku in an action pose. It's got a giraffe on it. I love that. I don't know why there's a giraffe, considering they're at a tournament for fighting. Also, is I'm down for that. Question: Is it an actual giraffe, or is it one of the like giraffe people? 
because oh it's an actual giraffe yes. but it's it might be someone dressed up as a fake giraffe to get into the tournament ah mm. uh, yeah they they do have preferential treatment for drafts. I would like that tournament. Discriminatory policy. You it don't know, really is. I my brain is so broken by this that I didn't notice that there was a draft on it. Oh, that's on the that's on the cover page. It's not in the actual manga itself, so it might I not have been done. I had a look at the cover. I just oh, didn't. Okay. I didn't uh, perceive yeah. the giraffe. Oh, it was. <laughs> it just number one rule Straight of creating yeah. manga is just put a bunch of bullshit on the cover. That's not actually going to appear. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just entice somebody. Ooh, dragons maybe. No. Yeah, I think I just like dismissed it. I was like, that's some shit. It's got nothing to do with what I'm after out of this. I, you're like, ah, oh, ladies, ladies, and then you open it and you're like, this is just about some kid who writes in a book and wants to murder people <laughs> i do like a lot of the like various covers of previous chapters of this is just like master roshi and baby goku on like what looks like a fun road trip through the japanese countryside in a lovely like yeah. vw beetle <laughs> and it's just like i i want to live in the comics that like i want to live in the covers of the comics i don't want any of this fighting bullshit i just want to go on, like road trips with like an old pervert and the child he hangs out with <laughs> Yeah, that, just like driving through them big old mushroom trees. That's just totally I'm a workshopping the old uh, Epstein comic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's more. I just want to uh, live in the perpetual '90s. That is like everything Akira Toriyama <laughs> does. Going back, Stargate, oh boy, number one TV it. show on. <laughs> I think he existed like solely his whole life so far has existed within like one week of the 90s mm. and everything that he does is just like expelled from this time bubble into like wherever we are well this one was written f- around the mid 80s that's when he began writing dragon uh, ball it's ve- so he's ahead of his time mm. yeah it's, it's got a 90s vibe it it's, doesn't have a it's very 80s. like 80s i mean the, the the whole thing that we have with this like decades thing is we kind of perceive them as having clear start and stop points but like mm. you ever watch like saved by the bell and that show came out a lot later than it looks. It looks very late 80s, but it came out early 90s because they just hadn't given up any of that stuff yet. And the Kira Toriyama mm. is saved by the bell, but they fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what that is. Just like that. I mean, like, yeah, there's, there's so, such a, a, a great amount of, like, bleeding over from decade to decade, especially in different places. Like, New Zealand is still... I think we've just got to 2009 now. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. We just gave up skinny jeans and emo hair. Yeah. Nice. It's, and what a loss it is. What a loss. What a loss. Um, so... Here's what happens in the actual comic, which we're supposed to be recapping. Oh, great. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, (laughs) Namu tries to dive bomb, which is what, like, the last time it ended on a cliffhanger, right? He sort of flies him to the air. He's like, I'm going to kill you with a name pun. And then um, he sort of tries to dive one down. Mm. So, like, he's he's no bombing in the pool, but Namu doesn't listen. Mm -hmm. And he's coming at Goku at high speed with a head dive, hands behind himself, just real, real falcon hours. Um... I, I, my notes are incoherent. It says he's <laughs> flying down Namu 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 like Yoshimitsu, but the Soul Calibur version, not the Tekken version you're thinking of. So uh, that's what happens, apparently. <laughs> my eyes are starting to drift apart. I can't, yeah, I can't get anything from this. this Namu is, Namu Namu. What is. <laughs> no, no, no. We think Goku is going to lose, but then he, of course, like gets back up again. So they start counting. They're like, five. Seven, because Toriyama doesn't know English. Nine. And You're then, just like, jumping around wildly. I'm skipping panels that are boring. Um, and then Namu is like, you didn't even mention that Namu like hits him. Well, obviously he hits him. Yeah. 
I feel like it's like a crucial part of the storytelling. What if the people listening to this have never actually read the comic? They don't know. Goku is a small child with a monkey tail. (laughs) This is important. (laughs) And the year age 453. um, So he, yeah, Namu hits Goku. He gets knocked down. Namu's like, um, you know, he kind of says like basically the anti-James Bond thing where instead of saying like a one-liner afterwards, he's like, like, I'm a Buddhist. I would never kill a man. uh, This guy, he's going to get up in like 10 days time. Yeah. He's going to be knocked out for a while. He's like mega Jesus, 10 days in the grave. Um, Mega Jesus. He's back and bigger than ever. I like this idea of the anti-James Bond is this James Bond who has like a small diatribe at the end of anything he does that is just cool. (laughs) I like this concept of... Like, he likes the idea of a one-liner, but he just goes too far every time. Yeah, it's a I, paragraph. I like the idea of uh, instead of the first like black James Bond or the first female James Bond, we get the first James Bond who doesn't know when the bit ends. So <laughs> the first uncool James yeah. Bond. It's just he's James Bond, but a leftist meme. He's just like starts by saying, "Well, actually, the labor theory of value being set approximately." I really like the idea. The falling rate of profit. No, like I like before he became James Bond, he's a stand-up. So every time he does his one-liner, he's usually waiting for a laugh. But the laugh doesn't come, so he just keeps vamping. <laughs> but the laugh's not coming because he's, he's in like, like a Serbian terrorist cell. Yeah, Maybe this one needs workshopping. A guy lying on the floor with his head bleeding out. He's like, yeah, my man knows what he's talking. Yeah. You know, this, you guy know what I'm about. this guy knows. This guy knows. Who's swiping? Yeah, you, you bring your boyfriend along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's your deal? Are you dating, brother, sister? What's going on? Uh, um, so no, that's the James Bond. In short, uh, Namu has just like put a child into a coma, and uh, they they start the countdown. <laughs> the announcer's like five, six. He's saying all of this in English. It's really weird. Seven, eight. He's a real wrestling guy. And then on the nine, Goku's hand twitches, and this is while Namu is explaining to the crowd that. You know, like, send a quick Buddhist prayer over this kid. Like, he's going to get up. It's fine. Um, And then he sort of jumps up. And then I can't remember. Goku says something like, ah, that was fun or nice or something like that. Freaking Namu out. Right. uh, Well, my one, he says, ah, that really hurt. Something like that. Yeah. I I have to interrupt you because I just, my my leg is so dead. (laughs) I just sat on it too long and I moved. And it's, like, excruciating. Your leg is dead, unlike this small child who's alive. Unlike Goku, my leg is. Your leg will come to life after 10 days. What I don't like is that, like, this clearly. The thing is, he seems really confident about that, and that's really weird to me, because, like, the poison makes the dose, right? Like, if you knock somebody out and maybe they get up after 10 days, has he tried this on children before? Like, has he just Mm. beaten up random children in his village? I will. I don't know, but he he assumes he's done it wrong. He doesn't. He doesn't. assume that that goku is like an outlier or like unusual mm. in any way he's just like oh i must have must have missed yeah. a little bit so i assume that he's done his research it's like he's got pretty consistent results yeah. he's done this to a lot of people just chuck them in comas and it, it's happened the same way more or less every time strangling mm. a child is more of an art than a science <laughs> yeah uh, as as master roshi can attest um so Everyone cheers because Goku is the protagonist and we like him. We love Goku, don't we, folks? He's, he's great. Let's clap, clap for him. I'm afraid um, of him. You're afraid of him? He haunts my dreams. No, no, we, lo- we love him, he's folks. He's so small and murderous. We love him. He's great. He's tremendous. Um, and Namu tries again. He tries to jump, mega jump into the sky and Goku follows him, which, gasp, um, 
goodness gracious, he's going to do the same thing. And then they're kind of like racing each other in the air downward. They just start having like an epic beat down in the middle of the air. Yeah. It's which a, a lot of it is... Rap battles of history. Yeah. We get a lot of the, uh, we get a lot of the uh, kind of Looney Tunes aspect that is like quickly dropped when yeah. it becomes Dragon Ball Z because Namu, if his name, mm. that's his name, um, coded Muslim guy, uh, he, he swims to Goku in the air. In a way that you yeah, like never yeah. see again in Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, I was I was looking at that. Uh, there's a there's a few things that it's like not how free fall works, but you know we, we forgive it. It's a cartoon. It's sort of like this hour. is at the point in the comic where everything is as silly as it needs to be and as serious as it needs to be, and within mm. the same fight, things can radically change. Like this happens with the Kuririn against Chaozu fight later, which you don't you won't know what that is but like it happens with a bacterian fight as well where he's like could it in you don't have a nose yeah don't freak out yes, yeah that's so yeah. good but then people can also get massive head trauma from hitting a brick wall mm-hmm. so you know that is the kind of like level of seriousness and silliness that i like it reminds me of um earthworm jim i think they literally do the whole earthworm jim doesn't have a nose joke when there's like a stinky villain around <laughs> Who's Earthworm Jim? What? You don't know Earthworm Jim? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Oh, what? It was uh, <laughs> homework for you guys. It's uh, it's it was an earthworm where a like super intelligent spacesuit lands on him from space, and it's just a random earthworm. <laughs> but then he's like in a suit, and now he's like, I'm a hero, and I have to defend <laughs> well, like, everyone. Was- like a suit, like with arms, or like yeah. is it just a worm? It was not it, designed like for him. They do the backstory. It like falls <laughs> in a spaceship, and it just like lands at him, and oh. it makes him like super intelligent. Like it makes anyone normal super intelligent, but it is a worm, so he's still like goofy. It's, he's voiced by Dan Castellaneta <laughs> of uh, the Simpsons, yeah. like Homer Simpson. It's very oh. good. It's exceedingly good. I knew. I knew that those NASA guys were not smarter than me. It's just the <laughs> suit the that suits. does it. Yeah. Anyone. It could be anyone. It could be a worm. They yay wouldn't have been. Oh, just banging oh. on the gates. Way, Give yeah. me the suit. You can't make me feel bad, NASA. <laughs> Give me the suit. <laughs> we want the suit. See, Syndrome's plan was au couture. It was to give everybody a space suit <laughs> so they could all be super. Mm. Um, so but everyone's earthworm gym. No nobody's earthworm gym. Yeah. yeah. So they, no, I've never heard of that before. It does sound so fun. Good. It's I so know. good. Oh, so, so surreal. Yeah. His psychic is a kind dog. I can't leave the house at the moment, so I might as well just watch it. <laughs> it's very 90s. His psychic is a dog. Um, the yeah. only alien planet they go to is the planet of easily scared people, um, <laughs> which I, still has the best line of it is like, ah, something green. Ah, something not green. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful show. Very nice. True neutrals. Um, mm. So there's the section in the manga, basically. What happens next is they, they're sort of free-falling. They have kerfuffle in the air. It's kind of uninteresting to me. I can't remember exactly what happens. But Goku races to get to the bottom first. And once he hits the ring, he then springboards off it. And of course, Namu is still falling. So what happens is, if I can explain this with my hands, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I just think like the visual reference is going to help uh, anyone who's listening. Namu is here. Imagine it in your mind. My left hand. My left hand is going down slowly. My left hand here represents Namu. Goku is hitting the ring. That's my right hand. I've kind of got my thumb and my two fingers and a claw. Once he bounces off the ring, it's like my thumb tapping 
the imaginary ring, you have to imagine a ring in the air, <laughs> as you're also imagining within the first layer, my hand Content. getting down towards here. Once Goku then springs off it, I'm moving my right hand towards my left hand as if I'm going to make like, you know, the sex thing with like the circle and the finger entering mm-hmm. it, but I'm not doing that. Sex. What I'm yep. instead doing is that my hands are both like three finger claws, ah, like a T-Rex, and my right hand is moving towards my left hand. He then hits as uh, my two fingers, <laughs> you know... Uh, Real fingering hours are uh, together like this, yep. and are just like hitting into the side of the crook of my thumb, and then uh, my my hand with my beautiful exquisite watch is is being pushed to the side, and that's Namu falling out of the ring. Yep. You've got three layers of conception here, but if you can manage to imagine it, Goku has kicked Namu out of the ring and won. If you can envision exactly what happened in your head, NASA does want to hear from you. Yeah, you don't even <laughs> need the suit. suit with your like, name on it. They don't, you don't even need the suit. You can be suitless, just naked at NASA. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the world's first nude astronaut. Oh, that's going to be a reality show. Naked at NASA. <laughs> I'd watch it. Naked it's, and intelligent. It's just regular NASA scientists and workers being like, there is one naked person in this facility. If you catch it, you win $10,000. <laughs> you will go to the moon. You will already be dead by that point. There, there we will, will cremate you along the way. There will be a... Com- there will be a... Um, there will be a complex diagram of the thing that was just described. Consult figure eight in the show notes um, <laughs> to see why this works. I'm going to draw a little whiteboard thing and then put that as the the image. Very ill. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, very, I'm not going to do that. Very intricately black and white pen and ink drawings of hands just with arrows <laughs> pointing the direction they're moving. I think you just described like Simon, uh, Simon's artistic nightmare. <laughs> You want to draw some like very realistic hands? Would you like to do hands that have the thumbs on the correct side? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's okay, no one draws. Wow, hands we are good. approximately two pages into chapter forty-six, and Woo. I'm guessing like half an hour in. <laughs> so. Now we're forced down. Goku hits him out of the ring. He gets back up, and his uh, Goku's like, "Sorry about that." And then Namu's like, "It's all good. You you won. Good job." He's a very good sport about it. Mm. He is uh, the only contestant who had any reason for us to want him to win beyond like yeah. something frivolous. Except it was a really yeah. dumb so reason. We we're like a little bit, yeah, a little distraught that like his whole village is gonna die. Yeah. of the thirst. That's like the first. That's the start of the next chapter. At the very end of this one, it is, yeah. Um, okay, I've started calling him Batman in the notes. It's all right. Batman. Uh, Batman is ring out. Uh, his family and entire village of oppressed third worlders will now de- die of dehydration. Yes. As mm-hmm. you know, he actually has something at stake. And everybody in the entire tournament cheers at this result. Yep. They are all as so happy. As is good and right, because as we all know, in this comic, uh, only people who, who love to fight only yeah. uh, the ones who should win. Uh, but Jackie Chun is not so happy. He's looking, and it's not because he cares about round people. It's because his like, <laughs> eyes are narrowing a little bit, and he's like, hmm, Goku is strong. Too strong, perhaps. Mm. He's I'm going to actually bit wary. have to like try for this. Yeah, maybe I'll have to actually use both hands. Um, <laughs> so chapter 46 opens, and as you say, like Kuririn runs, and like he glumps, go- glumps Goku for winning. They embrace. My heart melts a little bit. I still have... A child crush on Goku as a twelve-year-old boy that's inside me. 
Uh-huh. It's sweet and it's nice, and I will not hear anything against. Just this say moment. that again as louder into the microphone. Yeah, maybe just don't talk about twelve-year-old boys inside you, and then we can uh, we can let that one. Bullmunko join go in. Under the radar. <laughs> they don't. I'm moving on before anybody can say anything and point out how messed up that was. Mm. Um, I don't Bullmunko think we need start to. cheering, um, and they're like, "Yeah, everybody, everybody's happy about it. They're all happy for Goku." Um, Namu, even as he said, he shakes Goku's hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a good sport about it, which makes zero sense. Mm. He's just like the most chill dude on earth. Yeah. He's like, well, I guess my family is going to die, but you know, good work, yeah, kid. So everyone that I know and love you beat will me fair and square. be desiccated casks yeah, for people. But like, mm. that's his, his whole character is just like very chill and accepting of reality. Yeah. Like, I, and I think it makes yeah. sense. However, I do want to ask you as someone- And also being afraid of titties. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, that's just classic men. Um, but like, we're all like that, right? Men, classic. <laughs> new men, classic. Sorry. Uh, no one liked new men. That's why they went back to classic men. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the taste was all wrong. It was, it was you a, know, sequels are just never as good. It was just a whole marketing thing, though, because the sales went up for both. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the, so I have to ask, because I, I did read the previous chapter where they explain his backstory and his, his dying yeah. village. Is that played for laughs? because no no because the whole no, it's meant to be sad the whole thing that he has to go and buy an obscene amount of water is like <laughs> like japan had free water i don't understand <laughs> like how he managed to like convince his audience that this was like an actual at stakes thing and then you will explain uh, for comedic value later in this chapter that he'll realize oh water is free um, but that came like several chapters yeah. later for this like bated breath Japanese audience in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, glad that someone else is on this level of overthinking. Okay, because this is like all, my job on the podcast, and I've been slacking to be honest. I've been just, just accepting, accepting things, things at face value, and that's yeah. my bad. I should really be like putting way more thought into it. But you know, well, the first mistake, I also have questions. First mistake that we're making is that this isn't Japan. This is Dragon World. So let's jot that down. Yeah. Dragon For, World. Akira Toriyama. All things are possible. Dragon World is a, is, is effectively a weird Japanese opinion of how China operates, right? It's, uh, well, it's sort of ancient China, but also magic China and also Maoist China. Mm. Yeah. Because they all wear like Mao suits. Yeah. Um, I love magic China. It's, yeah, it's whatever he wants it to be at any one time. Same. So, yeah. It's just a mess. Well, that comes a little bit later. I've, I've written copious notes. I've written like leftist meme level notes on that exact point that you, you brought up. Mm. Um, so that'll come at later. But anyway, um, Which I, I should I should mention I did my dissertation in college about how Japanese manga depicts other societies, namely European ones. So I'm always fascinated ooh. by this shit. You're the only qualified person on this podcast. Yeah, that's like no, that's not Kaisai or something like that. I have a lot to yeah. say about Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and you will grade this paper. Uh. I did. Well, I've already told you that, like, that's obviously not even close to the same level. It was just like, I got um, scholarship at the end of high school. Just like, you can take these exams to choose to get them to, like, um, to get money to pay you through university and stuff like that. So they're, like, mm. higher level, unnecessary ones than the actual course material. Um, and I did one in media studies. And I made, like, one of the essays that I wrote was on anime. And it was on, like, gender constructions and stuff Ooh. in manga and anime. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think you did tell me that, actually. They, you never told me what yours was about. They gave me about. 100% on subject knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this is the notes of the grading. is like, fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're like, well, this is a true weeb. Like, through and through. Teachers in the grading and room just like, get a load of this nerd. <laughs> Outstanding media scholarship for an essay about anime and gender identity. Um, So, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't believe they gave you the scholarship and they didn't give me one. I don't remember what I wrote mine about, but it wasn't. Now, this is content. For media? Yeah. What? I didn't get it for media. I got it for English. I wrote like a feminist rant on like. I don't know, like a comparison between two different novels. Was it on anime? Because that's what they want. It wasn't. It was like Margaret Atwood. I chose something like super Uh, boring. So brave. Yeah, very like high school scholarship material. (laughs) The Handmaid's Tale is about feminism. (laughs) I basically did that. It's like that was what I said. And then they gave me like an excellence and I got like a $500 scholarship or something. But I'm mad that you got a media one for anime. Outstanding scholarship. I do want to point this out. I got the top level that you can get. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm like... 0.02% 0.02% of the country or something for talking about anime. <laughs> Which is just that the greatest is, insult think, to the education system you can possibly I have. I think if anyone like asks me to describe who you are as a person from this point, that's just what the story I'm going <laughs> to tell. Just tell the story. I mean, yeah, this is that's that's more or less. It sums it up. See, all um, I remember yeah. all I remember from my time of doing this is that the Japanese think we have big noses and chins. That's basically it. And are all blonde. That's fair. So finally alone, <laughs> Namu Namu thinks about his his dark and troubled past um, and what it means to be a cuck loser, which he is. Um, so there's like a side profile shot of him with a black background, and you can realize that he has reached his deepest depression. He's like, I'm done. This He's is been it. visited this is by end. Billy Bad Times. Hello, Douglas, my old friend. Um, but Jackie Chun has a heart, and so he comes up to Namu and taps him, and he's like, Oh, yo. Um, I'm not going to flash you, don't man. worry. Um, I, I'm going to give you a capsule that can would, take water. I'm not going to give you, like you the water. Nang? <laughs> yeah, would you like a nang, sir? <laughs> so he gives him, oh, have a nang, not the water. I'm not going to give you the water, just the nang. Um, and yeah, he, he, he helps him by like letting him help himself by his bootstraps. And that's what bootstraps, we appreciate. Bootstraps. Yeah. Give a man some water and he'll drink for a day. Give a man a scientific, futuristic capsule that can shrink into the size of your thumb and then point him to a well and he'll... I don't know what he'll do. I'd yeah, drink also forever. drink for a day, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, but, you know, intuition yeah. on Master Yoshi's part. It's like, yeah, here's this futuristic shrinking capsule. You don't work this. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know water have, was free. I live in a place with mud and sticks. But, you know, here's this thing that can magically shrink. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I do now wonder, do the Hoipo capsules have, like, infinite capacity? Because they said you can do. have as much water as you want. Yeah. So can you fit, like, anything in them? And also, like, there doesn't seem to be a way to, like, only take a little bit of something out at a time. So is he going to, like, go home, throw it on the ground and flood the entire area? Like how in the anime they solve this by Mm. shrinking down like a like a truck tanker full of water like 750,000 liters sort of size thing so he can't afford to buy water but he can afford a truck no somebody gives it to him okay who has a truck to give away it's not like a truck it's like a truck size like a tanker size okay um, sort of thing of filled with water. I think okay. that happens in the an- in the animated version. I think it's worth- yeah. I think it's in this. He's just like go to that well and fill up this entire infinite space pod capsule with yeah. all the water your heart desires, and then release it and 
a biblical flood yeah. upon Yeah, and your, your village has, village. like, no trees. It is not well adjusted <laughs> yeah. for like floodwaters um yeah but like i i don't want to point out the dragon ball z world does seem to actually be post-scarcity like when they later yeah. on uh it's just that yeah. you know the problem is now that like these fucking alien demigods keep arriving and blowing up cities hmm. well you would think so but chi chi gets really concerned about them being poor so clearly it's not it's, it's not luxury gay space communism no no it's still it's the it's fucking kindles it's like everyone could have every book in the world but we're still going to charge you 9.99 for each one yeah mm. so here's the here's my my little uh notes on this basically um oh before we get to that i want to say like he tells number that he's moved into summer and then he explains why he entered his jackie chin which is a dragon production callback mm. Did, were you surprised about like him describing why or like no how did you feel about that it um it sounded like about right yeah it wasn't exactly what i predicted it was like the slightly more wholesome version mm. would you like to say to the children at home what why he's he's fighting and pretending to be someone else um he uh has entered the tournament in disguise so that uh goku and kuririn don't win and become overconfident and then never train properly for the rest of their lives because he wants them to be like super powerful and like well trained and mm. disciplined but he thinks that if he they get big cocky sons then yeah that's yeah. not gonna happen yeah there's always someone greater he wants him to believe that you know yeah i thought it, originally i thought that it was gonna be uh because of he wants to remain the top dog personal jealousy yeah and in a way it's not not that but also <laughs> it's, it is, it's a little it's a little more wholesome so, he has at least an excuse yeah 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 um but the main thing the sort of larger thing that we're talking about with Nama in the water like in his land water must be paid for so clearly there's this kind of like libertarian fantasy where or like nightmare it's it's a dystopia in this manga and it's portrayed as such where like nestle has captured all of the springs mm. in his land and in his country and are like bottling all the water and everybody else is just dehydrating because they can't afford like five dollars 99 for evian um, <laughs> and in this way Dragon Ball, for me, follows the tradition of Franz Fanon's work in Rich to the Earth, I think, along with, like, you know, Walter Rodney's How Europe Underdeveloped Africa. And more recently, Jason Heckel's scholarship on capital flows out of Africa and sort of this idea that protectionism is for Western states to be able to accumulate uh, for themselves. And free markets are sort of imposed, quote-unquote, free markets are imposed on the third world in order to protect profit for multinational corporations because because of the power imbalance they can't possibly hope to compete with people who have captured monopolistic resources, right? And so this is Wakanda. the central thing that I think is being... Yeah, this has been critiqued <laughs> in Dragon. Wakanda. It, it, by, Wakanda. By it's, it's Wakanda. Yeah. It's, you know, like... Um, Wakanda is, did... I have severe problems with that fantasy. I know, but Wakanda did what, like, the Western states did, which it isolated itself, it was incredibly protectionist, yeah. and then... Only then, when they solidified their own position, opened up their markets. Yeah, so this happened, like, with the British Raj. Like, uh, India was one of the richest countries in the world, right? And it was also one of the top producers and makers of of cotton and cotton products. Mm. But, um, and had incredibly advanced, you know, weaving, you name it. But once Britain had imposed its its, uh, rule on India, it forced their, like, tariffs... Um, for itself so that you know importation couldn't be cheap but then it forced india to take everything at like dump low prices and so that's how britain made itself basically the cotton industry sort of capital of the world and kind of raked in all of these profits um 
for companies that were uh, at home in the, the heart of the empire and managed to basically underdevelop or de-develop this entire, you know, rich country and subcontinent. But um, the, the thing here is that I think Toriyama's really getting into the weeds about this exact topic. I think, you know, he's really yeah. showing that yeah. Dragon World could be post-scarcity. These nangs, these nangs could be for everyone. <laughs> they could be. You could have luxury gay space Star Trek communism. You could have Kirk and Spock going at it on the front lawn of the Capsule Corp house. But it's not going to happen mm. because it's not about whether or not resources can be distributed to everyone. It's about who has the power to prevent people from getting it so that you can, can accumulate even more yeah. if you have ownership. This, this Toriyama is really giving a kind of left libertarian critique, I think, of Japan at this time. Yes, I think, uh, I think it's worth pointing out that like the, 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 the mercy of Master Roshi should not be what saves this village. Yes, yeah. <laughs> It should be to take some random old pervert giving you a nang for your yeah. people to get water. Yeah. This is the way it's the system works. It's the way it's always to. worked. It's natural. Um, mm-hmm. A pervert yeah. gives you his... <laughs> uh, that actually is very close to how society yeah, works. It's, it's not that far <laughs> off. Unfortunate. Yeah, there's... Um, I'm going to get serious for <laughs> like You're about to like launch into that as some kind of like surrealist bit. It's like, yeah, that's just, you know, how the economy is. Yeah. Like, you, you suck up to some old pervert and he decides he likes you and just, like, gives you the thing you need, but then you could never afford by yourself. I'm thinking it's like, I had to suck off my boss now. You do too. <laughs> have you ever seen that, like... You know, kids these days have it so easy. Have you ever seen that American <laughs> communist painting of the, like, capital at the top, we rule you, we fool you, we shoot at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like that, but modern no. society is, like... Rich pedophiles, less rich pedophiles, <laughs> normal people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Doshi clearly wants to be one at the top, mm. right? Like, that's why he has a private island where he can take little boys to train them, quote unquote. You know, as he's desperate oh, to be. this is all so much sketchier than Ava. He wants to be Bill Why Gates the, and Stephen Pinker. At the very least, it's security for what he plans for the island. That's what these two boys are. Oh, yes. This is his own private military of just unbelievably powerful youths. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, when the revolution comes, I will have large sons yeah. to protect me. All those idiots my buying bunkers will be in New Zealand. Charts. I've got my child soldiers. <laughs> my yoked child soldiers. <laughs> my boys are buff. They are ready. Yeah. So many people have already been murdered by them. They will punch the pandemic. It will be great. Yeah. Hey, listen, if any of our listeners are uh, billionaires who are considering buying bunker real estate in New Zealand, please know that we will mix concrete to pour down your vents. You'll suffocate in there. Just, we don't want you. Yeah, Peter Tail, if you're listening, you are going to die. We don't want you or your money. Just- uh, parody. Uh, that's not real. Parody I'm redacted definitely in Minecraft. not reading the anarchist's cookbook. And also, you know what? You know what? This illustrates, it illustrates the, uh, the problems... Um, and I think Oscar Wilde outlines this really well in The Soul of Man Under oh Socialism, <laughs> fundamentally about charity, you know. Um, and Toriyama is making pretty much essentially the same critique, I think, uh. here. The idea that, you know, somebody, and Namu, the problem with Namu is that we can't respect him when he looks at this nang being given to him and is really excited and over the moon about it. We have, he think, you think he, sh- he ought to be contemptuous of, of Kamesin and coming in and trying to just hand him down that while letting Nestle rape his land, 
you know, and just suck dry the teat of water from from Mother Earth. This is very much the Maoist China part of Dragon Ball World. I think Toriyama is promoting uh, Marxist-Leninist Maoism. There, you're a ridiculous person. <laughs> so I think we're going to go. The Communist Party too. in Japan that was, that is was very big. Such a long rant. Sorry, but something happens in the comic. What is happens? It? Uh, I'm going to get this back on track. Don't worry about it. Uh, J- Jackie Chan asks for one small extra thing, yes. and we're like, hmm. What could that possibly be? So then Yamcha kind of like... He just wants Namusha like engage in like a really specific fetish he has. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole chapter of just the really like somehow unusual and also pro-Israel bondage. It's kind of doesn't make mm. sense. Um, I was so, just going to go for like the direct material and be like, you ever want to do it with someone dressed up as yourself? <laughs> you want to do it in the road and also in the ring of the Tenkaichi Budokai? <laughs> ah, yes, the American dream. Mm. Um, Yamcha says, like, how does it feel <laughs> to be facing your, your discipline in the, in the final? Your discipline, your disciple. He's like, how does it feel to be facing off against your disciple in the final? I know that you're old man turtle rave master. You can't lie to me. Don't lie to me, bitch. I will shovel your face against the curb. <laughs> and then Jackie Chun is like, oh, no, brah, look over there. There's man in the crowd. It's it's Kamisenin. It's him with a bindi. That's why he, you couldn't <laughs> see him before. He was going to get that painted. Oh, my. You know. I feel like this is an offensive impression somehow, but I'm not sure how. Uh, well, old people are the the uh, largest minority. Oh yeah, they're really discriminated against in, our, in this day and age. You know, protect boomers. That's really yeah. what this podcast is about. That's we are a boomer <laughs> supporting boomer positive podcast. Pro Karen Rice. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, but I cannot I cannot stand this position because I am of the further a harder position. I am a boomer Zionist. I believe that they deserve their own state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need an ethno state. It will be on Little Saint James. Seventy. Thousand construction workers have already died. <laughs> this is happening. You cannot stop it. Boom top. <laughs> uh, I love. Uh, I look forward to the uh, United Provinces of Boomerstown. It'll be great. Mm. No, that's a United 32 County Ireland, which is a boomer state. Oh no! Yeah, I mean that's a, <laughs> and they're all Protestant. Based on United the rental Protestant price, Ireland. the rental prices in Ireland, that's basically already what's happened. There's a reason <laughs> I live in Germany. Mm. That's okay. So. I know you hate talking about politics, but from what I understood in the recent election, Sinn Féin got like, um, you know, more a plurality, right? More than anybody yeah. else. But wasn't it like 25%? So will they have to, will they have to coalesce with like Fianna Foyle or Fianna Gael or something like that? Will no, they have the, to like... It's, it's already happened. Fianna Foyle and Fianna Gael have gotten into um, a unity government together because of the coronavirus scandal. So Sinn oh. Féin is still in opposition, which frankly I think is the best for them. Extremely normal country in parliamentary politics. Oh, yeah. Um, we have the best voting system. Don't you dare question it. It's the best. I, I don't actually know quite how the system works. Is the Taoiseach different and separate from the parliamentary leader? Is it like... No, no. Taoiseach is uh, prime minister. Okay. So they are actually the person who is the head of the party. That's they're the they're top doing part. a do rotating Taoiseach. It's going to be Michal Martin and Leo Varadkar. Uh, okay. Swapping places every, like, I think the agreement is three months. <laughs> This is just musical chairs, but for politics. Yeah, basically. This is a Dragon Ball podcast. No one wanted to be cocked and be the, the Tarnashta, which is like vice prime minister. <laughs> they should have done that here with like Jacinda Ardern for three months, Winston Peters for three months. I don't think we could stand three months of Winnie P. He would just turn the entire country into like the races. Yeah, the first one, like the, Jacinda Ardern for three months, it's like neoliberal paradise. Winston Peters for three months, we kick out all the Asians. Uh, <laughs> 
James Shaw for three months. Everybody has to like enema yogurts up their ass and ride bicycles. <laughs> and then Martima Davidson. The whole country is composting. I Martima Davidson for three months. And then it's just like full communism. And then we go back to like neoliberalism when just Ardern I, takes I, the I like this. Though, like, you know, like it'll be absolute chaos, but you'll find that one like, like older New Zealand crank at the bar being like, say what you will. Things are getting done. <laughs> they used to I be like in there. For, have an Irish accent they, as well. they used to be there for four years. They would just sit in their hands. Now they have this three months time limit. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get that shit done straight yeah. out the gate. I wasn't into the yogurt. So Eminos, much more effective. But, you know, the, the yogurt animals yeah. now are great. <laughs> The guy who I had a massive rant about earlier on the podcast, whose name I beeped out, once was like, (laughs) I think we should have four-year terms instead of three-year terms. And I was like, why? And he was like, because, you know, they spend the first year not you're settling in they spend the second year no i can't remember what he said about the second year but then he's like and then the third year they're afraid of an election and so they kind of roll back things a little bit and it just goes back to normal i was like if there were four years wouldn't that just happen on a four-year time scale there's nothing special about years and he was like no but uh, but i reckon that you know other countries do it like america i was like their democracy's shit man like this guy is a real like moron but like an absolute process genius so many countries Mm. don't have term limits at all and it's fine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We've had Merkel uh, forever. Even, it's grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She like sort of did and sort of didn't oppose gay marriage in Germany. That's it's such a weird thing. Yeah. She, That's uh, a weird stance to take. She personally she was, like, was against put it to her a, position was yeah. that she was personally against it, but didn't want to like tell her party to vote against it. Basically. It was, yeah, it, she was like, I'm not going to get gay, gay, gay married. Well, so. I mean, no one's going to make her do that. She's like, well, I'm not personally going to do it. I'm not going to divorce my husband and then marry one. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But if everybody, I will put it to a vote. And if everybody else would all like to get gay married in a massive Mooney ceremony mm-hmm. where like there's a thousand marriages happening at once, Listen, far be it from me to stop. My political party stands for mandatory gay marriage and yes. mandatory gay marriage yes. alone. Yes. If you are not gay married, if you're not intending to get gay married, then you can fuck a right off. The entire country will be in a polycule. This yeah. is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Imogen's policy State assigned on, everyone boyfriend. Imogen's policy on New Zealand wide. Uh, polycule is very tempting but she just doesn't go hard enough on the boomer zionism uh. <laughs> with the heavy heart you know, I, vote I'm the sorry. I just think that it has it has some uh it has some benefits and it has some 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 downsides which i'm not willing to tackle <sighs> this is a dragon ball podcast <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah i'm just like okay i guess you aren't turtle rave daddy Fine, mm. whatever. Suddenly, Turtle Rave Daddy has decided to become. He's Indian. just squinting he's off into the, the car. He's like, you know, he Kami-sen is looking browner than usual. I don't know if he's been off, like, having a tan. He's yeah. joined the Darjeeling Express, yeah. as I, I said. I, I, just, you know. He was he was <sighs> suspiciously pale for a man who lived on a tropical island. That's true. Mm. He's just stripping off his white. He's got the the vitiligo thing going on, but like, he puts the makeup on and he's back to his original hue. Yeah. Mm. Um, so. Yamcha tells Kuriri and Goku, and they're like, ha, huh, that's weird, I guess we were wrong, blah, blah, blah. They can't believe that. And, you know, Goku's like, I don't know, there's someone as strong as Kamisinin in this world. I, it's, like, such a wonderful world to be in. What a wonderful world. <laughs> um, he's like, there, I love Cookie there's Monster. even more fighting people than I thought possible. I thought there was there one. There are so many people out there to fight. Just, um, I just get punching. Get real punchy with these strong, strong old men. <laughs> I just yeah. want to wrestle in the mud with a lot yeah, of strong, muscular guys. Yeah, there's nothing I want guys. more than to, mm. to, to just be 
just righteously beat down Goku by a very old icon. man. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> turtle shell or no turtle shell. Oh, you know, that's it's about circumcision. Anyway, um, so the match is about to begin and Goku is mainly happy that he's going to fight someone who's really strong. He's like, I'm just so happy. I just want to fight people that are strong. And this will be, as I've said before, a theme. This is Goku's entire personality. And yeah, this terrifying. is where it starts to solidify, basically, around this time. Mm. And that... I mean, like, basically after that, the two of them take positions, Jackie Chun against Goku. It's the final match. Jackie Chun launches himself at Goku, and there's, like, you know, um, a full-page panel of him attacking the reader like it's a gun in your face or something like that, and then it's the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else in that chapter that we missed? And that one? Yeah. No. Because no. after that, it's just, like, the fight and the Kamehameha. Yeah. The Kamehameha. Yeah. Did you mention the bit of the chapter where... Um, uh, where you see the metaphor for Western uh, civilizations exploiting third world situations and forcing them to have free market situations even though the Western powers don't. Did we get to that part? No, I think we should go over that. <laughs> so basically here... Yeah. Oh God. Uh, Next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> chapter 47. Shing. And we, I don't Carol, have a bumper we're for anything. in lockdown and I have to live with this guy and he is like this all of the time. I'm worse uh, than this. This is me on good behavior. My, uh, my, my co-host of the other podcast I do previously in Europe was literally went on holiday on like was on the flight to New Zealand when you guys locked down. Oh, yeah. what happened? Did they just turn around? No, no, no. He, he had to go and then he was like stuck for ages trying to get out because like Singapore was like, we're not doing any layover flights, uh, mm. which is how you get from the other side of the world to New Zealand. And yeah. What else? Like a lot of their hotel bookings had to cancel because all hotels that didn't have like kitchens in the rooms had to be closed because otherwise there was mm. no way for people to feed themselves. Wow. Here's the thing that a lot of people don't know if you're from overseas is that New Zealand is, it, you think, oh, it's just a country that's close to Australia. Wrong. It's very far. Australia happens to be the closest country. It is far from everything. It is impossible to get here. It is the ends of the earth. Mm. The closest country, as I said, that actually has anything in it is Australia. Australia is a three and a half hour flight yeah. or a three hour flight if you're lucky. Mm. And that's like to the edge of it, like the coast that can be seen from here. You could basically go across the United States in that time. Yeah. And it's, Australia yeah, is far not, from everything else. It's not else. like close to Australia. Australia really. to civil, like the distance from Australia to civilization is much further mm. as well. Yeah. You know, to get to anywhere that's decent mm. um, and, you know, has doesn't have you, bogans just screaming at you mm. over the top of the ute. So, yeah, if you want, if you live in America, if you live in Europe, if you live uh, in England, which I don't consider part of Europe because of Brexit anymore. Um, <laughs> Then, I didn't know you were pro Brexit, but sure. Oh, I'm pro anything that will get Boris Johnson going. Um, <laughs> in what way? Oh, in all of the ways. I'm pro <laughs> French man. Boris de Feffel Johnson III <laughs> is my spirit animal. Mm. Proud Ottoman boy. He's the only. There's something about that, yeah. just like wispy dandelion hair blowing in the breeze. Well, see, that's the thing. Not many people would be brave enough to wear a merkin as a toupee, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he does. Yeah, you know, the greatest hero of our time. He is the Dolph Lundgren of <laughs> U of UK premierships. He's the Dolph Lundgren of council thumbs. <laughs> council thumbs. Council thumbs. <laughs> 
Council Thumbs. Council Thumbs. United 32 County Council Thumb Ireland. You know, that's why you didn't uh, you didn't make it to council, because you don't look enough like a thumb. You've got to try harder mm, next time. Yeah, I've got to shave my head like yeah. uh, old Charan over here. And, you uh, shave off that beard. <laughs> Have you considered growing more chins? <laughs> oh, I could just kind of like give a bar yeah, selfie. <laughs> Shoulders up, neck down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, need to be... At the end of the day, it's really just about uh, getting the causeway going yeah. and uh, the bicycle raising the 50 kilometers an hour to 70 kilometers an hour around the bays and uh, does the sun, uh, fundamentally it's uh, about an important question does the sun actually tan you or does it turn you red because it needs to turn you red mm. it's a specific oh. shade of red mm. as well we'll see I turn brown because I'm part of the superior race but uh, I can in fact burn as I, I discovered in white you know, I don't know if it's the sun that turns them red I think it's the alcohol it does seem to be like a kind of a certain type of like broken blood anger. vessel look it's forever yeah also the rage it's a forever a mystery it could also be all three mm. it's a wonderful concoction yeah. of this human petri dish that makes them it's beautiful mm. that's nature it's a real combination don't look away child yeah. that is nature <laughs> stare at this red <laughs> red man council thumbs council thumbs oh that's what spy kids was warning us about oh of course you know we should have seen it we, we should have seen, seen it, it coming i want to rewatch spy kids Oh, hey, maybe we, that could be a uh, Patreon behind, poll. Yeah, Patreon one. <laughs> Add it to the Patreon poll. If you guys, what should we watch next after the Twilight Saga? Shark Boy, Lava Girl. Oh, yes. I haven't seen it. What? Unofficial sequel to, to, to Spy Kids. Very much the same world. I th- yeah, I, yeah. I think it's almost not worth it if you can't get it with like the 3D glasses mm, in this day and age. Mm, because that was like the real experience as a kid was like think- renting it from the DVD store and having like those like one blue eye, one red eye glasses. The and anaglyphic ones. Oh, I Just did giving it. yourself a severe migraine. You can, you can order those. Staring at the TV box. You can order those on the internet, right? They got a cost. Like you get like. It'd be a minimum order of like five euro or five whatever moon money you have. And <laughs> Krona, like, uh, but yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, just like five of that, and you'll get like a pack of like 30 because that's the minimum just order you could order. AliExpress. I think yeah. you can just get like a piece of blue cellophane and yeah. a piece of red cellophane, like tape them to your regular yep. glasses. We'll see Watch how it through goes. the owl mask. Yeah, just make that. Maybe that's why I made that thing. Yeah. It was <laughs> intended to, to be just 3D. advanced 3D goggles. But I love the fact that there was a, just a specific time period in like the, I don't know, I guess 2000s, the early 2000s, late 90s or whatever, mm. where you just would sit yourself down, stare at like a, a cardboard box of a tv that was like more like depth than it was like with the height just the the most 3d television imaginable which you made even more 3d by tacking these like horrible little glasses over your face to give yourself like a baby headache that was my eighth birthday party yeah we hired out uh 3d 3D. from from the video store had that um you know what a beautiful time what a time to be alive and then you just like fall asleep on the this that's just the most uncomfortable sofa imaginable with your baby headache oh nostalgia i wish it was then uh children and dogs lead such similar lives they really do <laughs> anyway what are we talking about we were talking about Dragon chapter 47 <laughs> uh, anyway um so that they, they this is the most for me characterfully the most Tangents boring chapter and side tracks it doesn't even have could it in doing the thing where he goes i moved like this and then jackie chun says oh i moved like this and then mm-hmm. they just explain things. it doesn't have any of that fun stuff it's all serious it's, it's like all the whole chapter cookies. is just like goku attacks uh jackie chun dodges yeah they he jump up jackie chun boots him out of the ring 
And everyone's like, oh no, where did he go? He's going to be out of the ring. And then Jackie Chan's like, yeah, I guess I won that one. So uh, peace, it was easier than I thought it was. See you all later. (laughs) And then because Goku's not allowed to use Kintun anymore, you just see him like helicoptering his little baby tail. Like some kind of like physics defying freak. I have a note for this. Yeah. It says, Goku comes back riding his tail like a helicopter, and he was the true Yoshimitsu from Soul Calibur all along. You're just making jokes that I'm not going to get. I feel alienated uh, as, a, as a faceless woman on this podcast. I did a sexism. I did a no growth. Yeah, you know, yeah. I may not be able to speak for myself, but also you should not speak Or at all, mm. you know, with no face, mm. no mouth. I don't have a mouth. It's, how's the sound happening? We don't know. The thoughts just go straight into the microphone. So I think the only thing more Looney Tunes would have been if like someone walked onto the um the battle arena with a really good smelling hot pie. Yeah, go was- <laughs> <laughs> just floating along. along yeah. yeah. We've already had um Dan Fan appearing on the stage and then everyone going go wooga wooga their eyes like going through mm. the glasses, you know. So we've ha- we've already had this. Yeah. Basically. I remember yes. She was very <laughs> pretty. <laughs> I love seeing the uh, just still comic book images of a Looney Tunes style action. It just really is the same level of entertainment. You know, that's really what Looney Tunes is about, is about the fact that if you paint something like, you know, an extending road on the side of a cliff, it should Mm. be indistinguishable from how the actual road looks in two dimensions on the comic paper. You Mm. know, that's what's entertaining about it. Mm. We hate the motion. Get rid of motion. It's illegal no in moving, my country. No motion, still only 2D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jackie Chun, after that happens, because Goku kind of flies back in, everyone's amazed, blah, blah, blah. We don't care. Um, he begins a Kamehameha because he's like, all right, then. They have a little bit of banter. Yeah, but it's not interesting banter. It's not really. It's just like, well, I could Kamehameha you. And Goku's like, well, I could do that. Mine's just as good as yours. And it's like, we'll see about that. And then they just do it at each other. Oh, no, actually, uh, I take my words back because that could be a really interesting, like, uh, psychoanalytic sexual proxy. No, I couldn't. Move on, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that exactly through a Maoist lens again. <laughs> <laughs> so they're comparing the size of their mass lines. And... Um, <laughs> Maybe it's the My Chinese Civil War. It's Master you Roshi Taiwan. I can blast harder than you. You cannot handle my strongest beam, traveler. But this, this is like class, this becomes like a big main fixture of like DBZ later, though. Is the two beams at the same time hitting each other? Yep, hundred percent. I've got this. That's the only like, thing I know about Dragon Ball. Because I've said Jackie Chun begins to come out, so does Goku. And this is notably the very first example of beam on beam action we get in this manga. Like the FBI crime statistics on beams are just going through the roof for this one. It is Chicago is full of beam on beam. Beams? They both fill their muscles with cum and then just like squeeze it out of their hands. Um, and it's what a true are the beam beams? of war. It is a very good question of what are the beams? Like, what is the consistency? <laughs> yeah. Actually, Imogen, Imogen, I, I want to ask you th- these questions. What are the beams? What, what are the beams? Okay. beams? No, there, there's, there's like a 20 question way of doing this. Imogen, okay. in your head, are the beams hot or cold? Uh, what is the temperature of the beams? I think they're like those one of those fires that's so hot it's cold. Okay. You know? All right. All right. Diplomatic answer. All right. Okay. Mm. Okay, solid gas or liquid? Which do you think it's closer <laughs> to? 
plasma. I was thinking some kind of a plasma, yeah. yeah. Seems... Fourth state. Interesting, yeah. interesting, interesting. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't answer this. No, I, it was, that was already where my brain was at. You're allowed that, okay. that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How bright is the beam? Oh. Do you have to look away? Can you look at and it? Lumens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me the like lumens, a, the exact yeah. lumens. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want like a like a what reading on that? Uh, that I think they are they're not so bright that you have to look away. I guess. Oh, uh, mm. I don't know, man. They seem to they seem to vary because yeah, I don't even know why this yeah, this it's, it's like seems a whole lot weaker now. The first time we see that happen, like it's used to put out an entire mountain of fire, mm. and now it's just like two dudes sort of blasting each other in, a, in an arena, and like mm. not that much damage is done. When you, start, you gotta, yeah. when you start to like examine the physical properties of the beams in the dragon world, it gets very weird because sometimes it like burns off clothes and then sometimes it doesn't. Convenient. Yeah. See, that's friction. That's not heat. It's not mm. fun. <laughs> that's an interesting theory. Yeah. You just you get rubbed so hard that um, your clothes fly off and it's like, wow, I guess we're going to have to do this. And then it's like, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. that's how sex you know, works. I, I wouldn't know. I don't think that the <laughs> beams exist. I think that it's all just a placebo effect. Oh. I think that only Shared people who want to be affected by the beams are. Wow. Mm. So that mountain wanted to be affected that by the beams. That mountain just didn't want to be on fire anymore. It just believed so hard in the power of the beam. Yeah. Shared so we're attributing the theory of mind to mountains. Yeah. Uh, and so not only do we kill animals, not only is that murder because they're anthropomorphized in this manga, mm. but hurting inanimate objects is also murder. Everything mm. is murder. Everything is murder. I think that Morrissey would weigh in on that and... and pronounce it true i think i think it's probably a shared hallucination from kirin uh goku and masaroshi existing on the same island together with a plumbing system <laughs> that i only assume was made by an old man uh, they've just fully 100 percent bought into this like bizarre twisted fantasy of like superpowers and they're sitting there at this random tournament just at yeah, each other yeah, yeah. And like, if no one else knows what's going on, what those people are getting you. genuinely hurt by this. What they don't show you is that Master Roshi has been telling these children, "Yes, yeah, fine, seawater, just drink it." <laughs> <laughs> what do you think water is? Um, it comes from the water, ocean. water everywhere. Yeah, Everyone have a drink. Unfortunately, that is also what he's told Namu. He's made cocktails from sea. It's like Namu. Let me tell you about the ocean. He is now behind the the brutal murder. Behind the ethnic cleansing of an entire village. village in fantasy India land. I guess we've already established that Turtle Rave Daddy is clearly like. Uh, he's on something like either the mm. children have got like so far on nangs they're doing whippets like out the ass <laughs> or uh, mm. that he's got shrooms for them all and in either case mm. beams they don't beams. they don't have like the the sense of oneness and peace that that, that the shrooms have i it's think true. they're, they they're too to aggressive maybe it's just they i think they they do it's mk ultra hmm <laughs> <laughs> Doshi is a CIA operative and his island is Little St. James. Mm. Yeah, this is what we've established. Um, okay, so... Wait, did you have any more 20 questions? Because that is actually... I've yeah, I feel I've like never we could go these, further down this rabbit hole. Ow, well, I, my knee. I don't think I have more, but like, just in any way, examining the physical property of the beams is, is important. Yeah. I, think, I assume I th- it was some kind of like plasma laser light business. But they can solidly push you. Can they? Because I yeah, haven't seen like, that happen there's, yet. There's like a there's like a there's a force behind it. It's not mm. like 
Yeah, they blast through things with the beams. I think this this question needs to come up every time there's beams in the comic because it's yeah. definitely inconsistent. Maybe every it like displaces the air somehow, and that's what pushes you. But then ah. we get back to: is it hot or cold? Music is just wiggly air. <laughs> it's a good, yeah, okay. Is it hot or cold? <laughs> Friction is hot, but the beam's not hot. No, okay, you know what? A beam actually, yeah, okay. Maybe the beam isn't hot. It's just it. it it's room temperature. Fast. <laughs> is it a room temperature it's beam. Pure room temperature. It just feels it's nice like a, and balmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, except you're it's dying because like it's still pushing yeah. your skeleton yeah. out the other side of your body. Okay, yeah. so- maybe they sort of like just jiggle some molecules in a way which which causes like a rapid expansion of so something. it's a maser basically a maser microwave amplification by stimulated emission of radiation oh i haven't heard of that before uh they predated lasers oh, okay so in I, don't the 1950s, know, I don't really know the lasers. history of lasers um, oh, that's probably interesting so Maybe it's an excitation of of particles through microwave radiation rather than through light radiation at like a consistent phase mm. um instead this these have been <laughs> physics lessons on a dragon ball podcast <laughs> about maoism <laughs> you know i'm actually i'm gonna think about the beams a bit and i'll get back to you on that it might be yeah. our next episode thing yeah. I'll, I'll try and come up with some some beam theories i think it is beam in neotechigao like it depends on whatever the beam is but the other thing that i think is that every beam is yeah like first of all every beam is different but number two it'll confuse you the more that you see of this comic because it's not consistent but i have no, an answer no, no. which trumps there is all only answers. one kind of beam the human beam <laughs> a real human beam <laughs> and a real hero yeah and a real hero <laughs> so oh, my, my theory God. and this is like the thing that i think uh, trumps any other theory is a beam is not a beam it's explained so many times in the comic that it's key you can't expect it to follow traditional ideas of physics because it is a metaphysical magical energy it comes from your body and like but the there- same sense that every woo crystal thing does so it's not going to follow any sort of consistent pattern that's but there scientific. has to be there has to be a sensation when you touch it otherwise it wouldn't be used in battle <laughs> yes it makes you calm all right <laughs> it vibrates at high speed it's like a magic wand but for your abs, and somehow I, I, spreads. It makes you I remember come that. From, abs? <laughs> I remember that from the uh, from the beginning of the this tournament, where the like nineties uh, American protect, like with the pompadour blonde pompadour comes on, is like okay, yeah. you know, everyone knows the rules. First person to come loses. Let's go. <laughs> Soggy biscuit. Let's go. <laughs> so, just playing soggy biscuit. Um, yeah, I mean, that, well, that's why Namu is so afraid of Dan Fun because he's like, he sees titties and then he's like, oh my God, if I come, I can no just longer use just, key because it'll just yeah. spell out of my body. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's that's why everyone in this, is in this comic is so repressed. <laughs> um, they do beam on beam action. They're both equally blown back, Jackie Chun and Goku. They both fly back. Don't it's you love incredible. it when everyone's equally blown? Ah, uh, it's incredible. This there's a child involved in this, <laughs> and an old man, and they're both. There's a child here. I'm 12 years old. Estimation. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the end of the chapter. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's what we say. That's, That's all we, we say. I did, I did write notes for chapter 48, but I do not think we should continue because it's just more more of the same. Oh, I, I also did not I read, didn't, uh, read chapter 48 because I didn't know we we're gonna go that far. So. Well, you know what? Some of us are just prepared. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's your problem. Uh, anyway, um, we probably don't need to do dragon predictions, I don't think. Yeah, because it's just going to be more fight. Because it's just more fight. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. not necessary. I think there's going to be... Uh, my prediction for the next chapter is that they're, they're going to fight some more. Wonderful. That's that's so great. And very um, smart. Kieran, you know what happens in this comic, but do you have any predictions? <laughs> I think the, the, the fighting actually You can predict stops. stuff about us. Uh, <laughs> you can predict our reactions what kind of banter do you think we're going to do next time well I think it will be a lot of discussion of the uh, the cum beams hypothesis of mm-hmm. is that just what a beam looks like if you're just like a regular person who hasn't trained with Master Roshi that's that's an interesting road that would go down but in the comic I think the fighting actually stops yeah. uh, and yeah. they shake hands and they finally go on that road trip through the Italian countryside in their tiny yes. like <laughs> beam and like Namu's there Finally, and, the uh, and uh, the, the pretty girl I turns out Namu's Italian the whole time <laughs> yeah, like, that's just what his grandmother's looks village. Like. she's making pasta there's yeah. a windowsill it's beautiful that's what Italy looks like uh, ta- just... Italy just known for its windowsills Namu's Nowhere from Toscana <laughs> this is actually an alternate universe where the like Moorish takeover of the Mediterranean and the yeah, Ulamite yeah. Caliphate spread past Sicily and up into like southern Italy so that's where he's from oh Isis Italy is my favorite Italy. I love Italy. Islamic State of Italy C. Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think that happens. They stop fighting and they go visit the caliphate of two Sicilies. I <laughs> I think that there is it's clearly a mafia in this as well because they wear zoot suits mm. and fedoras that's the only time that a zoot suit is, is, is ever worn is if you're in the mafia no but it's auspicious and zoot I think riot riot wow. okay <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a sign that uh, our brains have run out of uh, petrol and the brain juice the brain juice Need has brain leaked juice. out of the ears yep. Toriyama has successfully lobotomized an entire generation of boys these uh, headphones are actually the only thing keeping my brain. Well, in. no, I and wasn't involved in this. I actually can't. can't I don't know. Uh, I don't know any girls who have watched Dragon Ball. To be fair, well, no, I probably do. Yeah, I do actually. But I, I'm just. I was lobotomized by other things. No, they get the Sailor Moon uh, lobotomy, where they think cats are talking to them. Um, you know, I never watched Sailor Moon, but I did think cats were talking to me. Mm. Maybe that's That's because you're a witch. Um, Mm. So, do you have anything that you would like to plug, (laughs) Kieran? Um, Come to all my comedy shows. Just kidding. All comedy is dead forever. Uh, It couldn't last three months. It's fine. Um, The world has moved past this. Stand up dead. Uh, yeah, no, I have a podcast, Corner Spatey. Mm. You can find that yep. on our wonderful new website, OperationGlad.io. Uh, that's <laughs> that's a joke for the real heads out there. <laughs> because uh, OperationGlad.io. <laughs> we just want to make everyone happy. What's 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 the big idea? What's the? I've been uh, to the website and I've never said it aloud. <laughs> OperationGlad.io. Anyway, uh, for anyone who doesn't get that, so, ask yeah. your nearest uh, left-wing conspiracy crank. Um, and or Nazi. <laughs> or Nazi, they might know. that. that mm, don't ask them. Uh, I'm lost be. in the way, too. Ask them and then punch them. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of NATO stay-behind armies that, like, started murdering our own citizens. It was great. Europe's wild. Uh, so <laughs> Europe's wild and out in the club. Oh, Europe's <laughs> wild and out, blowing up Oktoberfest in the 80s. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, so the website OperationGlad.io, we had to do that because um, the name Corner Spatey has a German word in it and people didn't know how to spell it. So, 
check out our podcast. It's very funny. It's like this, except cut out all the bits about uh, Dragon Ball Z. It's basically the exact same what you just heard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good, not bad, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Believe in yourself. <laughs> I believe in the power of rugby, uncle, and that's the only thing. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, uh, yeah. It's um, and unrelated, but listen to Ball Out Super. You already do, but you know, um, that's what uh, spawned this this beautiful connection. Mm. Um, are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter at Kieran Dold, C I A R A N D O L D. It's a Irish first name with a German Jewish last name that no one really wants to talk about the history of that. But I'm back in Germany now, so I make them all feel uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Okay. Um. Uh. You've been a person whose face I can no longer recognize. Uh, Faceless. Would you like to? Would you like to? To to to. to, to would you like to? <laughs> I sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, propositioning women is different these days. I've been married for too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't think I have anything to plug this time. I'm the porky pig of pickup artists. Oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> Would you like to? Porky pig fucks. Porky pig fucks. Don't 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 do that. Porky pig definitely fucks. He's pantsless because it was just wasting time. No time to lose. He was just like one like, morning. He's one morning. He was staring at the pants, laying over the like closet door, just like hanging up there, and being like, "What even is the point? I'll just take them yeah. off again later." <laughs> like, I'm just gonna walk out the door. The maid will be there. Uh, he's like, "Can, can, can I w- 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 war crime your pussy?" <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Oh, okay. you're a great person to know. Okay, um, you've been a person. I have been a person. I don't have anything to plug that I haven't plugged on the show before, but in case someone has started listening now and didn't re- go back to like any of the previous episodes. First of all, shame. Secondly. Yes, first of all, what? Secondly, uh, I'm at Imogen Faith on the Twitter, which is Imogen with a J. Like the JJ. Mm. Fuck you. Um, I already have enough enough bad name things. You're it's just all adding Oprah to them. Here. Um, um, yeah, I am O-J-E-N, uh, F-A-I-T-H, at the, at the tweet. I am O-J. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a confession. Secret. I am O-J. Uh. <laughs> no one's figured it out until now. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to know how, how far I could get with, with the confessing. Um, what? Yeah, I also have a an Instagram account called uh, Club Glub Glub, which is where I draw horrible fish human hybrids. It is a thing of beauty. I send postcards to like basically anyone who requests them and sends me an address. So if you want like a piece of artwork that is just bad to look at <laughs> then just send me like the the place that it goes to and it doesn't even have to be your address you want to surprise someone you want to like yeah. unsettle your <laughs> boss and you know where they live i will send them a picture of an octopus with like just dicks for arms or something i don't know there's a lot going on with that but follow it it's great yeah. it's a good time you should you should check it out yeah absolutely i want to clarify the art is good but the yes. images are bad for humanity and the mm. soul oh yeah i'm like a professional artist so they're <laughs> like they're pretty solid they're just like uh, unfortunate to look at yeah. um we do have a patreon it's uh patreon.com slash gohan or go home and I am Simon Monrad. It's not my legal name. It's my porn name. And uh, that's at S underscore Monrad, M-O-N-R-A-D, Goff, G-O-U-G-H, which is my real name. Um, 
um, at Twitter. That's my Twitter. That doesn't make any sense. You're going to have to scrub that's that through gonna, this to get those words in the same order. Like, do people have to listen to that like four times to decode what the fuck your Twitter name <laughs> is? <laughs> Let's this end is what the show notes um, are for. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the episode. All right. Thank you very much for coming on, Kiran. Um, yeah. This has been Gohan on Go Home. Uh, marvelous. Uh, Kaketiano. And a very good evening indeed. Ha <laughs> ha